It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Quentin time on your Thursday, 5 o'clock. Here on Fan Run Radio, Russell Baird, Marcus, back with you for another 60 minutes here on The Drive. Marcus has the top five at five tonight. It's brought to you by our friends at National RX. Marcus, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, the Celtics have taken the interim tag off of Joe Missoula. Hey! He is now named the full-time head coach for the Boston Celtics. Ume Odoka's marital infidelity becomes Big Joe's ticket to success. Apparently so. Yeah. I mean, look, he had a really good ship going for him, and he uh, didn't didn't mess up. I think that's the important thing, right? Good for him. At number two, sticking with the NBA, the Cleveland Cavaliers and Kevin Love are working towards a possible buyout. Kevin Love has been with the Cavaliers uh, for nine seasons. It's the last remaining player from the 2016 championship team. Do they suck now? Yeah. I can't believe he's still there. Remember when they were – because back in the old days, they were always talking about getting rid of him. And he ended up being the last yeah. the last man standing. I Didn't LeBron want him? Wasn't that one of the – They're fourth in the East, in the Eastern Conference. Oh, because they've got oh, Spider. What's his name? Spider 2 Y Banana. Yes. The, the Utah Jazz player that they traded for. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Spider 2 Y Banana. Yeah, I love Tennessee. I got a lot of orange blood in my body. Hopefully he gets to be added to a team to help him win another championship. At number three, we have uh, some fortunate news in the world of baseball. Uh, world Series champion and TV analysis Tim McCarver. Passed away at the age of 81. The all-star catcher and Hall of Fame broadcaster turned 60 years, who uh, during his 60 years in baseball won two World Series titles with the St. Louis Cardinals and had a long uh, run as one of the most recognized and talkative television commentators. Memphis, Tennessee native. Hmm. Played at Christian Brothers High School. Appeared in Naked Gun, as I recall. Okay. I need to watch that movie again. It's been forever. Uh, number four. Thought this was some interesting news. Rex Ryan is getting some buzz in the NFL again. He is being eyed as a potential for the defensive coordinator position for Sean Payton and the Broncos. Hmm. What's old Rex been up to? He has been on TV. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he had the... I don't know what, if it's veneers or what he had. To, his He has the whitest teeth. Yeah. In the history of television. It's weird. It is weird. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan has been out of the NFL since being fired as the Bills head coach back in December of 2016. And been working as an NFL analysis uh, or analysis for ESPN. Analyst. Analyst. I don't know why. It's, yeah. it's been a day. <laughs> since February 2017. Has a foot fetish. He also has that. Yeah. Thanks to. You know uh, that? Rex Ryan. In defeat. Yeah. yeah I'm, Hard I'm, knocks. I'm aware of it. It really struck me as odd, man. Like, of all the great parts of a woman i mean we won't have to get graphic here but you know you know what they are yeah the feet yeah i never understood that one either 
Christmas. I mean, but you, I mean, you definitely don't want her having like a well, no, you know, like a set of size fourteen like gunboats or but, anything. I mean, like, like just bunions a, just and about, knots on them. Eh, I mean, a normal average pair of feet will do. Yeah, I've never looked. I've never looked at anybody's feet and said those are nice feet. I've seen nasty feet, of course. Yeah, but you look a woman with like nice hips or a nice figure, nice face whatever you say wow that's a really nice fill in the blank Blakes. i've never sent yeah thank you marcus i've never seen <laughs> I've, I've never seen be like, wow those are some nice feet what a turn on to each their own i guess make it weird yet are you are yeah. you into feet no fully uh, weird no it's I'm okay not. if you are man i mean we wouldn't shame you I mean, you would Maybe a little a lot so you Definitely. are oh yeah no i'm not Marcus Young, big foot guy. Oh, yeah. I said legs and, and like, you know, okay. Your leg man? I mean. Good set of wheels. It's important. Nice stems. Able to get from A to B. That's all that matters. And finally, at number five, I almost said four. At number five, a thief out in the UK admits to stealing thousands of chocolate Easter eggs. In the UK, huh? Yeah. A man who broke into a uh, United Kingdom industrial park to steal almost 200,000 chocolate eggs has pleaded guilty to theft and criminal damage. You just want him for his own personal use, or is he going to resell? Like, what's the play here? So here's what happened. Uh, Joby Poole, 32, used a metal grinder to break through a gate in an industrial park uh, over the weekend, then used a stolen uh, semi-truck to tow away a trailer loaded with Cadbury cream eggs oh, so and gross. other chocolate goods Ugh. worth more than $31,000. The ones with caramel in the middle are incredible. You're going to go through all that trouble. You steal a truck to steal a bunch of eggs. I'm no criminal mastermind, but it seems to me that $31,000 is not very much money when you're risking your freedom if if i'm gonna go for a heist man i'm going big nothing lower than six figures preferably seven he uh as soon as the he realized the police were after him he immediately gave up <laughs> he uh walked this is not a very committed criminal no. i must say he walked towards the police with his hands up you got me he was the arrested. easter bunny bandit uh, looks like he. Oh, the Easter Bunny. That is a good yes, one. That's what I, I like that. The Easter Bunny Bandit. What if he was wearing like a Easter Bunny outfit too? You think would have been less suspicious? Um, no, that would have been more suspicious. You wanna you wanna blend in in these situations. I was watching a YouTube video last night, so I was trying to go to sleep. You're the YouTube king. Love YouTube, man. There's a former CIA operative on there who who has like a 12-minute video on how to disappear completely without a trace. Is he kind of an older dude with square glasses? Um, No, I mean, he was, I'd say, 50-ish. Is it Bear? I feel like Bear would know how to disappear if he had to. Uh, I don't think Bear had the discipline for it. Not to truly disappear. You're talking like somebody just go black hole like that, just disappear. Someone, on the face of the planet. Someone would say something on three and out. He'd call them immediately. He'd his his general strategy was cash. You got to have a lot oh, of yeah. cash. You got to save up to like you can't 
you can't just withdraw a bunch. Like you want to start accumulating cash. Want to have a nice like, hoard of it. Preferably over a hundred thousand dollars, as much cash as you can possibly carry. And then his thing was like, you go, you want to go to a small conservative town. You want to go to a small conservative town because the regulations aren't as much. You'll be able to go to a mom and pop rental service where you can make a cash deposit and and pay cash rent. You don't want to go to a big city, New York City, more left-leaning town. They're going to have lots of regulations, fill out forms, all that stuff. It's like you want to pay cash. You don't have a car. Can't have a phone. You can have a prepaid phone, but he's like, you gotta be very careful how you go about that. You know, you have to take public transportation. You can't have a car. You get pulled over. It's a wrap. You know, and he had a bunch of other things too. It's like I, I, I don't. I would not have the discipline for. It. I was like, no, I guess I'll just go to jail. <laughs> it was apparently it's people did this. Though. He said his thing was he works a lot with women, who like people who are. Fearing for their lives. Dangerous to just have to disappear or they're going to die. Yeah, like men, you know, have abusive boyfriends or husbands or whatever who, like, they can't legally, you can get a restraining order, but they're crazy. They're just going to yeah. kill you anyway. So, and it's, there's, you can't, sad. you can't show up on the, you have, they have to go cash because the way the laws are, those same maniac ex boyfriends can. Unfortunately, pay like five to ten dollars and find out everything they want to know about their victim. Hmm. Anytime they Stop show up on any hunt. kind of records, yeah. Yeah. you ever seen that show? You? No. Yeah, I, I watched the. It was it was too creepy for me. Mm. I haven't started seeing three that. yet. <laughs> Obviously, not too creepy for Mark. It's weird, man. It's a good show. I mean, because the guy's on a book. Yeah, it's about a stalker, right? Yeah, so he uh, and he's like a good-looking guy with uh, you know a lot going on for him and every like he doesn't have to stalk, but he just can't stop stalking. Like, yeah, he's, it's like this thing in his head. Sickness mm. down with the sickness. Thank you, Marcus. Top five at five is brought to you by National Law Rex. I'll be out there tomorrow getting the weekend kicked off fan run style, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Ready to get you ready for a big win over Kentucky, hopefully. I guess we'll have a 3 p.m. ish voluntary reaction on Saturday. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the early in the day tip on Saturday. I'm, I'm fine as long as we don't end up. What, what weirds me out is when we have the one o'clock tip, and for some unknown reason, we're still on voluntary reaction at like 7:30, 8 o'clock. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. We've never done a five-hour voluntary reaction for basketball anyway i see no reason to start this weekend so uh we'll be with you doing that thing national rx tomorrow folks come out and uh see me and patronize our longest running sponsor we would not be on the air without the support of national rx for about 10 years now they've uh at, at various times basically been underwriting this show so uh, we need them need you to show some respect and love Admiration for them. National Law Rex in Farragut. So, getting back to the subject du jour. For those of you just joining us, obviously, big win for the Vols last night. Rick Barnes and the boys back from the brink. Great atmosphere at Thompson Bowling Assembly Center and Arena. I had a chance to be in the stands last night to 
witness the glory and uh, man what just it's just fantastic man it's just like the and i don't know how much credit danny white deserves for this but the game presentation right now the atmosphere rick barnes last night i saw on the tv afterwards he said it's the uh, most underrated environment or crowd in college basketball is what he called it i mean it was fantastic man it was just Loud the whole way through. I thought Bama was shook. I thought they were rattled. I thought the crowd did the job for Tennessee basketball last night. And uh, the Vols did not disappoint either. It's their sixth win over an AP number one program in history. It's their second win versus a top five opponent of this season. And it is the fifth win in a row against a top five team, which is pretty darn impressive. The 10th top five win of the Rick Barnes era. And now, I mean, we'll see if they can keep it going. Obviously, is, is is the challenge. I mean, consistency has been the bugaboo for this team. And I think everybody was happy. It was great to drink from the keg of glory. Mm-hmm. Last night, we, we had a big old time. Hang on the rim a little bit. Rub Alabama's nose in it. That's cool. But uh, as of today, I mean, you, you got to turn the page and get ready for Kentucky. That's going to be a really difficult game for the Volunteers on Saturday. And if you don't win it, I think you're going to – it's kind of like back to square one, back to where you were before last night. So they've got to find some consistency. And we'll see if, if they can do that going forward. But uh, really good games last night by Adu. Ziegler and Vescovy in the backcourt were fantastic. And what can you say about the defense? I mean, it was just an unbelievable – effort holding Alabama to 35% from the field. Fewest made field goals of the year for the Tide this year. Only made 17 shots all night long. And uh, Tennessee forced 19 turnovers as Alabama was just discombobulated from the very beginning to the very end. Your thoughts? 865-546-8200. Your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. 546-8200 if you want to chime in this afternoon. Let's get back to it. Jay is up next. Good afternoon, Jay. Good afternoon, Russ. Hell of a win last night, brother. It's outstanding. You were uh, much happier than the Vanderbilt post game. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it is two polar opposites <laughs> right there. Two man, different ends a, of the spectrum. A, oh yeah, I mean that was a street fight, man. I mean, uh, you know, I, Russ, I think the I think the refs helped us with just letting it be a physical game. I think that's how – I don't know if we could have just went up and down and outscored them, uh, you know, with our two of our best players out. But uh, I think the refs letting us, you know, be more physical. And, I mean, it was almost kind of like a, a 90s NBA game in a way. I mean, it was – you know, it was it, – you they, they, let, they let the guys play on both ends. Yeah. I'll tell you what, like being there – and, uh, again, thanks to my boy uh, Mad Mike Gregory – had great seats kind of right behind Tennessee's bench and you're really close to it you get the you get to um you get a real sense of the hand-to-hand combat nature of what's going on in there and just like every time guys are you know every every screen at the top is like a massive collision like that would send any normal man to the crumpled to the ground in agony and that's just happens every every play just about man well you know papa hypo was in the in the yep. building i mean it's just you know whenever we play alabama you just need to have hypo there because you know he's uh he, he he's alabama's daddy now 
hype daddy, so cool, man. When like when the they put him on the camera, the big screen there, and he just kind of like just like not. He's like, sup, sup, girl. He's, he's just kind of like, yeah, what's up? Take it in. I know, I know, I'm awesome. And everybody's just going crazy. He's sitting right next to Dobbs. Dobbs was there. Oh, yeah. Jordan Bowden was there. Keon was there. Keon Johnson was there last night. I mean, it was yeah, the, the the stars were out, man. It was cool. Hey, I heard I heard Bowden is uh, tearing it up in the G League. Man, uh, wouldn't it surprise me? Yeah, I heard he is. I heard he has been flat out tearing it up in the G League. I haven't seen any games, you know, with the G League, but uh, I heard he's one of the better players in, in the G League. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, somebody get him. Are, a... are y'all interested? Are y'all interested in seeing old uh, Mac McClung in the dunk contest? <laughs> Gate City Zone. The the legend of Mac McClung is th- is that this weekend? Is this NBA All Star Weekend? I believe so. Yeah, I believe it is. And he, so he's not in the league. He's in the G League, but they're letting right. him. Is is it just like the anomaly? Oh, a white guy dunking, like ha ha ha. That's funny. Is that kind of what's going on? I, you know, I don't know. I, you know, he's played in the league. I guess maybe they're and he's in the G League, so they're gonna uh, they're gonna allow it. I guess you know entertainment purposes. So. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. He's I, I'm interested to see what he's doing, what he does, because if you if you watch him, he he his dunks. He's a two foot. You know, there's two foot and one foot jumpers. You know, and uh, guys that you know, I've seen guys that can leap out the gym off one foot, but two foot they're different. But he's a two foot guy. He has to he has to go off two two feet to really you know get that get that air time. So I'm interested to see what he can do. But I mean. He's going to get extra points because he's about six foot two, six foot one, and he's a white guy. So, you know, people are going to go crazy no matter what he does. Now, I'm looking at uh, on, online says that he's with the 76ers right now on a two way contract. Well, there you go. McClung is? Yeah. Wow. You know who I saw is doing well? Just we had wondered, I'd wondered what had happened. Uh, the Jalen Williams kid from Arkansas. In the G League? No, with Oklahoma City in the league. There you go. Where's he at? Oklahoma City. Is he playing for him? Yeah. He's a nice player. Good stuff, Jay. Anything hey. else, my man? Well, yeah, I was going to ask you all real quick. Did you talk about uh, what, oh, uh, what your coworker John Reed was saying? Would you rather beat Georgia or Alabama next year in football? Georgia, man, I, I feel like Reed. Uh, that, I feel like it's too. That that's such a great question, man. Uh, that's you got to save that one for July, bro. <laughs> would, you so, would you you'd rather beat Georgia at home or Bama on the road next year? Oh God, Bama, Bama on the road down there in that house, the house that uh, the Gumps built. God. Two years in a row. They I mean, might, they uh, might, they might. There'd be some talk. Um, I'm not saying it'd be a lot of them. There'd be some fans talking about wanting to. Show saving the door. So they lose to us two separate there. conversations happening right now is you know you you've got the Tennessee troll fan my like what is going to inflict maximum damage on our rivals? What what which salty tears are going to be better to drink up versus like what would be better for Tennessee? Like what would be better for our program? And um, so I think Alabama would be the question would be the answer to question number one. I think Georgia would be the answer to question number two. I think you're right. The other thing, the, another way of looking at it, Georgia's in that same boat with Florida where it might be a few years before we 
one or two. We need years. to knock them down a peg, man, before it gets too big. It might be too big. I mean, they're back-to-back national champions, bro. Yeah. They, Next time we beat, we'll beat them again. But the, you know, when whenever that is, a day. I hope I'm alive oh, for yeah. it. All right, guys, take care, buddy. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate it. Eight six five five four six eight two. Zero, zero, your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines, 546-8200. We'll find out who's on the docket, more of your phone calls. Coming up when we continue next here on Fan Run Radio. The docket brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Wreck Pro attorneys. After more than a year of going through the court system, Alvin Kamara, could soon be facing some serious legal repercussions for an incident that took place in Las Vegas back in February of 2022. According to CBS Las Vegas, the star running back has been indicted by a Clark County grand jury on charges of battery resulting in substantial bodily harm and conspiracy to commit battery. Kamara was indicted along with Bengals cornerback Chris Lamons and two other defendants, Percy Harris and Darren Young. Yep. So, the situation's not going away. And he did not get suspended for that this past season, right? Mm-mm. I don't believe he did. Did he? Wait, he, he might have because I had him on fantasy. There was something weird going on there. He was either suspended or hurt at the beginning of the year because he missed a bunch of games. I thought he was uh, just suspended the, he, or hurt. The, he came back, and, and he wasn't very good either. It's a dumb thing he did, man. Really dumb. We, we all love AK, but that was a dumb thing he did. And he, he's going to have to pay a price, it sounds like. I hope he doesn't go to prison or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'd do all right, but. Nobody needs to. And they beat the stuffing out of that poor guy, man. Orbital fracture in his right eye. Like four or five guys on one. Kicked him while he was down. Guy never fought back. It's all caught on video. Guys suing him now, looking for at least ten million dollars in damages. He's going to get paid. NFL never suspended Kamara, and at this point, the league likely won't hand out any punishment until the legal process plays itself out. So it's probably a prudent way to handle it for the commish. Meanwhile, boxer Gervonta Davis pled guilty today to four counts of uh, stemming from a hit and run crash. In November 2020, that left four people injured, including a pregnant woman. Sentencing is May 5th. 28-year-old was scheduled to stand trial, but waived that right today. Did not speak, leaving the courtroom. Davis pleaded guilty to four traffic offenses, leaving the scene of an accident involving bodily injury, failing to notify of property damage, driving with a revoked license, and running a red light. Upon entering his guilty plea, judge told him he's doing so, quote, with no agreement of what penalty will be at sentencing november 5th 2020 around 2 a.m davis left a downtown club in baltimore and drove a lamborghini under a police escort according to the prosecution he then veered from the caravan and eventually ran a red light and struck the passenger side of a 2004 toyota solera davis was accused of fleeing the scene of an accident that involved four people including a pregnant woman yeah well he was being escorted yeah it's weird huh by the police, peeled out of that. In his Lambo. In his Lambo, took off and ran a basically stop sign a red light and slammed into a car that had some poor pregnant woman in it. 
You know, it looks like this guy's also got a uh, domestic violence charge pending against him for beating up a baby mama. I, I've I've heard Shock. of this guy. I've not watched him fight, but I, I I know the the name. He's he's really good. I know he's he's already won a couple of belts. I think he's like a bantamweight, featherweight, one of those smaller guys. Yeah. But finds himself in a not very small heap of trouble this afternoon. Finally, sports fans in Florida may soon have reason to think twice about storming the field or court after their favorite college team pulls off a big win. Multiple bills that would criminalize court storming and field storming have been introduced in the Florida State Legislature. That's an outrage. Think so? Criminal charges for the love of the game? It's a dangerous. You're creating a, an incredibly dangerous environment and situation for the athletes, the coaches, and for the fans. Everybody that's on either the court or the field. It is pretty fun, though. I know it's a lot of fun, but it's an incredibly, incredibly dangerous situation. Would you you have gone on the field if you had been to that Bama game Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. I I was on the field for the 98 Florida game. Yeah. yeah. hmm. And everybody, like, there were no major injuries from that one, right? Maybe – Maybe a, a fall or two, a couple bumps and scrapes and everything. Yeah. But no, nobody was, like, concussed. And this year, or, the girl got, you know, what's his name? <laughs> Jermaine Burton cold cocked that girl. But, In the back uh, of the head. I mean, well, I guess that could be – he's not going to get charged, but the girl's going to get charged under the new Florida laws. Go figure, huh? Yeah. One of the bills also entitled to the, quote, interference with sporting or entertainment events bill – was introduced by Republican Senator Corey Simon, a former Florida State football star. I remember him. Corey Simon's in uh, state state legislator now down in Florida. I think I remember that. The name sounds familiar. If it passes, it would make entering a, quote, covered area in a stadium or arena a first-degree misdemeanor penalty for breaking that law would carry up to a year in jail and a $2,500 fine. $2,500 fines, what they're looking for. Huh. Guaranteed. I mean, the way Florida with with Sunbelt Billy down there, and I'll, I'm still not believing in Ola Norvell up there at Tallahassee, and then who knows what's happening down there at the U. They just got all kinds of problems. Are they really going to have to worry about field storming anytime soon down there? No, probably hmm. not. Just saying. Oh, these things move in. He was first round. He was sixth pick overall in the. He was a bad defensive lineman, right? Yeah, he was the number uh, round one, two thousand. Yeah, he's a bad man. Yeah, if he was round one, two thousand, you know what that means? He's a L O S. That's why. That's why I remember him. Yeah, he was on the. He was. You were on the '98 team, Corey. Still mad about that. It's probably why this is all coming to. It'll happen here in Tennessee, though, man. Like he played if this the... passes and and gets some momentum. I mean, our, a lot of similarities between state government and Florida and Tennessee. Damn, he won the Brian Piccolo Award, <laughs> huh? What is the Brian Piccolo Award? You know who Brian Piccolo is? I know who Brian Piccolo is. What who is? What is the Brian Piccolo Award? 
It's given out to... Uh, you have no idea, do you? None at all. <laughs> but you were so impressed by it. Well, yeah, because I know who Brian it's Brian's is. song. It's the, the guy from the movie, I think Gale he played Sayers. It, I, I think he played, it, uh, he, he played it... Um, he had to... Uh, Piccolo played it Wake Forest, I think. If I were to show you a flute and a piccolo right now, could you tell me the difference between the two? Could you identify which one is which? I think I could. Put them up. I, I couldn't. I don't know. I mean, Piccolo was kind of a hybrid fullback running back. So the uh, Brian Piccolo Award is an honor that's given to players of the Chicago Bears. The award is given to one rookie and one veteran per season. No, who that's best... not the same award, dude. He won the ACC Brian Piccolo Award. <laughs> yeah, not there the... are multiple Brian Piccolo Awards. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. So when I type in Piccolo Award, I'm staring at it. It's been given out since 1970. Yeah, Marcus, don't you know anything, man? It's the Brian Piccolo Award. How did I know that there were two Brian Piccolo Awards? You're supposed to be a sports radio professional. Come careening in here, acting like you're going to, you know, give Russ information that I don't have. I've got it. It's an ACC Award. What it's given out for, I have no clue. I imagine it being good at football would be one of the requirements and probably being a stand-up guy. Most courageous football player in the ACC. Thank you. James Conner, he's past winner. The Docket brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Wreck Pro attorneys. If you find yourself injured in an accident, call Fox and Farmer and... Tell them Fan Run Radio sent you. 865-531-9400 at Fox and Farmer. doesn't cost anything to sit down with the attorneys there and discuss your case. Figure out what your options are and what kind of settlement you might be looking at. At Fox and Farmer, they don't get paid unless you do. So it doesn't cost anything. You sit down with them, and uh, they get a cut of the settlement. That's how, how they get paid, obviously. But before you settle, before you settle with that insurance company or, or whoever you are in negotiations with, do yourself a favor. Don't leave money on the table. Call Fox and Farmer. Tell them Fan Run sent you. Their number is 865-531-9400. That's 531-9400. And the website is foxandfarmer.com. The Car Wreck Pro Attorneys at Fox and Farmer. Our number, if you want to get on the show this afternoon, 865-546-8200. Your number, if you want to get on the show here this afternoon, 546-8200. Get <laughs> uh, back to the... Uh, uh, suit conversation in hour number two. Bear, uh, David said, Bear is like shooter in Hoosiers. I got me a suit. I got married in it. It's a real wing dinger. This is so frustrating with you guys, man. Like You, you guys haven't seen Hoosiers. Nobody can laugh at the Hoosiers reference. The Hoosiers sitting, sucks. Sitting here whistling in the wind. I, I hear you. It, that's a great, great quote, David. I'm really focused on this Piccolo Award thing. I want to know why there's two. Because the guy was, I mean, he was a legend. My guys are dialed in. They're dialed in, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I was I was looking at. I went, I got yeah. sucked into the 98 yeah. Florida State rabbit hole team. I just, I was seeing who all was on that team. It's been a day, you know. You're really, after coming in late, you're going to tell us how you've had just this rough day? Here, here, here's the thing, Marcus. Here's the thing. Yeah, I am. You, you want a pep talk? 
You want a pep talk? You, you can have Bear lambast you. I'm, I'll pump you up, man. Okay. You ready? Yeah. You had, you had a rough day. You had to work last night. You had car trouble. Probably cost yeah. you a little bit more than you were wanting to pay. Yeah. You get in here. A lot of money. You get in here. Me and Bear are ripping you. We're really tearing into you, leaning yeah. into it. Maybe a little bit harder than than you wanted. You feel like you're getting treated unfairly. You're like to hell with these this these guys. I come in here. I don't have to do this. I don't have to put up with this. What are you gonna do, man? Um, what are you gonna do? You, you you live in the United States of America in the year 2023. Do you have any idea how lucky you are? The simple things that you take for granted every day of your life. You have indoor plumbing. You ever yeah. think about that? You're like in the upper 1% of people that have ever lived in the history of God's green earth. You have indoor plumbing, man. You have electricity. You have a big box in your home that keeps your food cold. I do. It keeps your food cold, man. You have probably cold milk and beer and like soft drinks and stuff in there. You're a king. You live like a king. Any ailment that you have right now, you can go to a hospital, right? They'll fix it right up for you. No problem. You're sitting here worried about your car. Oh, your car. You're a freaking car. You think about how stupid that is, how ignorant that is. You get in your car, you can drive anywhere you want. And you're like, oh, man, this is bull crap, man. My car's not working. Think about all the good things you have. Think about the positive, the bright side of life. Dwell on all your little problems. Your little problems. Your problems. They're not cutting off heads today, to quote the great comedic comedic mind of our time, Louis C.K. You're not living in some sub-Saharan African uh, war-torn country, being Crap chased on. by lions and warlords all over the place. You're in America. You're sitting here in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios talking sports with your good friends Bear and Russell. And you wanna, you wanna want, you wanna complain about the bad hand that life has dealt to Marcus Young. You wanna complain? They're pulling people out of rubble in Turkey right now. They've been buried in the rubble in the freezing cold for over a week now. They're still finding survivors over there. But your car, it's all messed up. Yeah. Ah, you know, I mean, it's just, just take it. Take it. Does that make you feel any better? Actually, I mean, now, now, now you feel bad. Absorbing. Now you feel bad about uh, that. Now you feel bad about not having perspective. I mean, maybe I mean, it makes still, life changes. I mean, I'm still I, frustrated. I'm three grand lighter than I was, you know, yesterday. But that's fine. I, I feel you, bro. I feel you, bro. That I, I went. In, I had a, a car situation too. Going for an oil change. They do the courtesy inspection and everything. And uh, there's there's a repair. I mean, they're not. They're not, you know, they're not trying to mess me over. I, I have a, I have a thing that's going to have to. I didn't have to repair it today, but it's going to have to be repaired eventually. Seven hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, but it happens to everybody. Not, you, I, you, I, you I wanted that I wanted fifty dollar oil change in tire rotation. It's like, nope. You're also going to have a seven hundred dollar repair the next time you come in. And here it's going to take four hours. Yeah. Oh, great. I mean, I mean, yeah. do, do you think I, I wanted the knock on the door in the middle of a Super Bowl party because Cody's nutty neighbor didn't see my three thousand pound car behind her and she just slammed into it? Three grand. Yeah, she had insurance. Maybe you are. Maybe you are having a rough day. Yeah. Damn, dude. It's 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 been like a it was an avalanche and it ended ended there. But you know, hey, I got my car, so that's good, right? <laughs> Positivity. I'm sure. not a, I'm not in a in a rubble no, in I'm Turkey. About it, uh... I'm not. There you go. That's the spirit. Yeah. That was wild, man. They found that little boy. Like he'd been under there. I for saw like, one man, yesterday. Baby. They'd found uh, like an eighty-year-old woman, like a week later. How was how would she lived? I don't know, man. 
Not very well. The good it's news. It's not funny, Marcus. Don't laugh. You know what? Some good news. Yeah. It's a, I still got FanDuel. There so you go. So if I want to make that three grand back. There you go. We, 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 we don't have time now, but do, we do have a story for you later. What, what, do, you what do we think? What are we thinking? You bet on the All-Star game this weekend? Uh, Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. Three grand on the Easties. Come on, Marcus. You get that money back. FanDuel. Drive one and sign up for your free bet. Do that again. Fan, do the FanDuel thing. I never. FanDuel. Tweet. Let's get tweeted here. John Tweet, you're on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Good afternoon, sir. Hello, sir. Yes. Did y'all see the charges against Beard were dropped? Because yeah. Because he paid off his wife. They, uh, yeah. Where, the, where does he end up and how quick? I mean, if if you're Texas, I haven't really kept up what's happened to them since they played up here. I mean, you probably hire him back at a discount now, couldn't you? No, nah, that thing I, went that thing went like thermonuclear. There was back I, there was some back and forth. Got out anybody's good. with Barnes. Do what now? Beard. It's beard, yes. I don't know if there's a connection there. I let let's say Barnes walks away next season and Beard is available. Oh man. If he's available, I think he is available. You're gonna replace yeah, the know, well, hold on. You're, you're gonna replace the deacon, the deacon, with the wife beater. Yeah, yeah. Chris Beer can coach. My <laughs> <laughs> dude can coach, man. I love you. Did he not have Texas <laughs> Tuck with Gumby in a Final Four? You remember Gumby that played for UT, Tariq Owen. He played on he Beard's Final Four team. He did, didn't he? You could make like an all NCAA team with Rick Beard's. Ca- I mean, well, hey, cast off. Rick UT. Beard, I like that. My 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 uh, thought at the time when all this stuff was going down was that he needs to, Rick Barnes needs to open up a Saban like Rick Barnes School of Coaching Rehab. Why would you not? You'd be an idiot not to get that guy on staff as an analyst. Are you crazy? Good God! Rehab him. I, who cares about the rehab? I want to win. Get that uh, guy on staff. There's more to life than winning. I don't want to rehab him. There's more, the, ooh, there's wife, more to life to winning, Tweet. We're saving That's... souls here. You think St. Peter's going to ask why you blew the Final Four game to uh, Texas Tech when you're standing there at the pearly gates? Dubsy, I'm not on the team. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with them winning or losing. No, duh, wait, I mean – I don't know. I don't you know. Really, tweet. I, you, I I just don't you want really you to need to be a moral world champion. Are you serious? I mean, I mean, I, I would I would prefer to be if I had the option. There's a sliding scale. It's not a black and white thing. But uh, let's not pretend like this guy didn't just get fired four weeks ago by the University of Texas before we start shuffling Coach Barnes off into retirement a I'm day after he just beat the number one team in the off. country. For God's sake man, but he's old. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, but... Here, here's the thing. You know. Here, here's the thing, Tweet. I know I know you can't wait to turn the page, but when when that time comes, whether it's after this season or after three or four seasons, five seasons down the road, whatever, like, you're going to have... Uh, the job is going to be so well thought of and so valued at that point that you can be able to get a better coach than Chris Beard. 
Woof. That's interesting. I, I don't. I mean, I just. I don't. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know if Barnes and him have a relationship. But if you if you could, you could pick him up on staff for the tournament. I, I would. I mean, I, I don't. I would have picked up uh, the dude from Georgia on staff, like as an analyst of some sort. Mark Fox. Yeah, Tom Arnold. Fake Tom, oh, Tom Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Green. Um, oh, Mark Fox Green, reference yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, of course, you should have hired him. I mean, do you not think Tennessee's got a pretty good staff right now? I, I'm not saying you get rid of somebody to hire another. We just they we, got plenty of money, though. Just more, just more guys in suits. What? More quarter zips. What? What could it hurt? Well, they're they're not bringing anybody on now. I mean, nobody does that. You don't bring on guys. You got your team and everything. You don't upset the apple cart uh, team chemistry right now. They're they're not going to do that. But maybe in the offseason, I mean, I, I want to be opposed opposed to it. Hey, Chris Beard, you want to come rehab, uh, be a volunteer assistant for a year? You know, maybe Justin Ganey gets a head coaching job uh, here a year from now. You slide over on the bench, and uh, who knows? You know, Rick Barnes, 68 years old. Maybe he retires in a couple of years. You'll have a great ch- chance to move over into the big seat here in Knoxville. Sir, I am a gigantic no on the coach in waiting. I do not want Barnes picking his hire. Is replacement under any circumstances? Well, I don't either. I mean, I I don't think that that works. I mean, I'm I'm sure that when it happens, if Danny White's the AD, he would, you know, I'm sure Rick would give his input, and and Danny White would probably listen, and and then and, and take it into account. I'm not saying it it wouldn't matter, but I don't think that I don't think uh, Coach Barnes has done enough yet to to warrant that kind of consideration. Now, if he if he wins a couple of natties here in the twilight of his career, then I mean, we have a different conversation. But as we sit here today, I don't think that's something you got to worry about. Last question I'll pose to you, Dovesy, uh, and the panel, so to speak, is that that's probably one of his better it just one-game coaching performances here. Down who he was down and what they came up with. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, oh, I'd say from the halftime of the Missouri game until the final buzzer, that's three he, straight halves of incredibly some of his best coaching. He's had a couple masterpieces against Kentucky through the years, but uh, yeah, that, that last yeah, night was right up there. With, yeah, he beat them. As they, I think they were a top five team maybe his first year or second year, and he beat them both years with nothing. I mean, just garbage team. Mm. All right, good stuff, Tweet. It's up there. All right, boys, see you. Appreciate you. Stay with us. The shocking conclusion of the drive coming up next. Speak now, forever hold your peace. 865-546-8200. Back to wrap things up after this. Wrapping up Thursday afternoon edition of the show. Russell Bear and Marcus with you. One more segment here. We've got overtime headed your way next on many of these fan run affiliates. Let's get a call from Jamie. Before we run, good afternoon, Jamie. You're on the drive. What's up, fellas? What's going on? Uh, man, that defense is ridiculous. Um, might be good enough to win a championship with that D. Crazy how good they play. If they could do it consistently and get a – they're going to have to get a little bit more offense than what we saw last night. But Yeah, it would help. It's kind of like in football this year. Our offense was ridic- you know championship worthy but need a little bit more defense. Um, 
But, man, it's so good that it might just, you know, cancel out the lacking. I don't know, man. It's going to be very rare that you're out of a game. You know, um, somebody brought up earlier in the week, it's it's like this team plays to its level of competition. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's crazy, man. They're good enough to beat anybody. Uh, Rush, you said what we've won five in a row of our last top five matchups. Yeah, that's insane. I wonder that's, if anybody else has done that. I don't know, man. That that's got to be. It. It's pretty strong. That is strong. I mean, it's uh, it's one you know, more thing that makes you know Barnes just it just such a. It it's hard to, you know, because he's got the whole thing that with the mar you know with the tournament in March, but then. You know, he these other metrics, he's incredible at it. Yeah. I got to give it up for his, uh, for them last night. And, and, you know, that crowd that crowd last night, man, that, that uh, I got to give it up for the fans. They uh, That was like um, – and, and this is no shot at anybody, but that reminded me of some Bruce Pearl era um, electricity over there. You know, that was uh, – you could pick it up through the TV and on the radio for sure. Uh, it didn't. It didn't help Alabama at all that we were rowdy over there. And I got to give it up, man. Uh, I like to rip him when he when he deserves to be ripped. So I'll praise him when he deserves to be praised. So, yeah, it was um, it was fun watching, man. I I can't imagine when when I see us play defense like that. I'm thinking, man, if I'm on the if I'm the other team, how frustrating and quickly it gets into your head and your psyche when you're trying to find a way to score and you've tried everything and you can't. And that just that just uh, it'll wear you out. So um, I, I, I give it up for him, man. Last night I was I did not expect that uh, us two starters down. Um, but you know, like I said, Rick Barnes is an enigma, man. He's crazy. You know, don't don't count us out, but you know, don't go, don't put us up against Vanderbilt no. or Missouri in the tournament. But um, I'll get out of the way, guys. Um, I, I I got to listen to some of the voluntary reaction this morning on the podcast and it's it's um i've i got a feeling man this you know we might make a might make a little run with this defense like you said barry it, it, it will definitely hurt it would definitely help to get some offense going but man you can't you're you're never out if you can if you could smother them like we did last night that's crazy man just always making a team's worst offensive performance of the year when they play tennessee so uh, i'm definitely enjoying i'm in for the ride y'all hang in there Thanks, Jamie. Uh, Mick Cronin, the guy who got the job Barnes almost took at UCLA, rode that mm-hmm. to a Final Four a couple years ago. So, Yeah, and uh, Bias had his one good uh, observation when he was – it was funny. He was like, this is something that you should uh, – one of our turn- turnovers, and he was like, you cannot do one-handed passes playing Tennessee. He said, you're just asking for it. Got to take care of it. That's for sure. All right. They took care of business last night, Russell. I'm really proud of the boys. TCB, good stuff this afternoon, gentlemen. Appreciate everybody. And uh, we'll be live tomorrow, National Law Rex in Farragut. Back amongst the Farragutians. Always a good time out there. I'll have some piping hot, hot Jets, pizza. Jets pizza. Oh, yeah. Ready for it. Ready for Kentucky, too, man. I am too. It was a big one. I, I was worried there that people might you know, kind of start, like jump off the bandwagon, but kind of, you know, jump off the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm uh, not. And I hope that our guys, and I feel like they have have tomorrow's game with Kentucky. 
or uh, day after tomorrow's game with Kentucky on Saturday at 1 p.m. circled on their calendar. Keep knocking on the door, man. Keep knocking on the door. Cause endures. The hope lives on. The dream shall never die. And like you said, Russell, stay positive. Look at the bright things in life. You got a working toilet. Always look on the bright side of life. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, Bear. Overtime headed your way next right here on Fan Run Radio.